one hiatus after another. <laughs> we take like three weeks off and yeah. then for various reasons and then um and then two weeks off because I got like very sick and then you were out of town. Living my life. Mm. Well, I mean, technically Thursday I was still in town, but the next day mm. I was in Memphis, which is a good segue that we can use to talk about my birthday. Because what natural segue are we going to get? Who is knocking about around here? I don't know. Might be my neighbors moving. Sounds like they're upstairs. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think they're just right out there, which means maybe they can hear us too. Oh, uh, good. Maybe they'll be entertained. <laughs> they can have a little a little entertainment while they're <laughs> While they're oh, moving. Did you watch? I guess we we did you watch this while I was uh, uh while I was gone? No, I didn't. Uh, okay. I'll watch it later. Okay, okay. How long is it? It's a minute and a half. Okay. Well, anyways, um, I have now joined the twenty three club. Feels pretty normal. I can't uh, say anything about it. My back doesn't hurt any more or less. Mm. Um, my knees still kind of suck. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't don't know what to say about 23. But on the day that I turned 23, I went to sunny Memphis, Tennessee, which I don't think people typically describe Memphis as sunny. Also, a lot is going on in Memphis right now. The The morning of my birthday at like 4 a.m., a lady got kidnapped and she died. <laughs> Rest in peace to her. That was wacky. Oh, is that the, the, the runner yeah. or whatever? Uh. Yeah. And my mom... Uh, when I made it back, she was like, you know, I resisted telling you this because I didn't want to upset you, which honestly hearing that wouldn't have upset me unless, you know, the person was like still at large. But even then, I think by the time I was like there, they had apprehended him or something. Actually, no, that's not true because they didn't do that until like a couple of days ago. But whatever. That wouldn't have deterred me at all. Um, and then there's like this guy who went on a spree killing yesterday and like live streamed it on Facebook. In Memphis? Yeah. Oh. So a whole lot is going on in a little time. How did the jogger die? They don't know yet. Or they haven't told us yet. And then what was the spree killer's weapon? A gun. Okay. And um, actually, now no, they did find the body because they identified it recently of the jogger. And they haven't uh, released how she died yet. Or she did, and I just haven't seen it because another person died recently. That's, I guess, more important. Um, <laughs> we're talking about the queen, by the way. She died. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, went to Memphis because I went to see a concert, uh, which is something that I do these days. I've seen three this year. You saw the queen in concert? No, <laughs> no I didn't. <clears throat> uh, but seeing queen in concert, that would be cool, even though it is Adam La- Adam Lambert. But I was a fan of Adam Lambert. He had a he had a couple of bops. All right, can stay on track. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but yeah, I went to see um, the Devil Wears Prada in Memphis. Plus, Straight from the Path and Dying Wish, um, two openers. Great. One of them was a girl. Fantastic. Before one of the songs, she said, "This one's for the girls and the gays." And I was like, "Oh yes, this is amazing." Mm. Um, other one, apparently, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I can't remember which was which, but <laughs> that's embarrassing. But um, the other one was apparently around for a while. They also put on a great show. They filmed a music video at the venue, hmm. and um, I could not be a part of it because as soon as he said, all right, if you want to be in this video, everybody come to the front. Um, I could sign, feel- <laughs> sign a NDA or something. Well, honestly, I have no idea how any of that works, but I guess that was 
implicit consent to be filmed, but um, it's not that I didn't want to be in the video. It's just that when he said that, I could feel all the air being pushed out of me, so I had to let go. Why? Because it was, first of all, the venue was very small. You were, no? Yeah. Well, continue. The venue was very small. It was sold out, so everybody except for at least one person was in there. I'm talking about you. I don't know why you're looking around. Oh, well, I I wanted to know why you weren't in the music video. I don't like how you because turn it back on me. Because I was smushed in the crowd. It was like so I was getting smushed be, before. You were going to be extra smushed. Yeah, I mm. could like actually feel myself, number one, the air going out of me, and number two. I thought it was just nervous. I thought you were like, no, I don't want to be on camera. <laughs> but it's just, it felt like actively dangerous. I was getting, when I say smushed. bodies on top of bodies... On top of bodies, yes, by a twenty-four. Sure. There was um, what is it? The one of the there was a review I read on Letterboxd today of bodies, 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 where it was like this movie does a lot for people that have podcasts, Uh, and I thought about (laughs) screenshotting it and and sending it to you, be like, hey, this is this is this is your sign that you'll like it. Um, Yeah. I I don't think that's strong enough evidence, but of course, maybe one day. I will see it and I'll be proven wrong. Who knows? But um, yeah, so um, I, I sent you a picture, I want to say like Saturday morning, um, of just how close I was to the stage for the Devil Wars Prada set. I was up against the stage. I somehow, because when they started, I was like a couple of layers of people back, but then something happened and I got pushed to the front. So... That was pretty dope. I have a lot more videos of this one than of my previous one that I went to because I only took one video when I went to see Era in Birmingham. And now that I think about it, it makes me a little sad because I can't remember it. But I mean, I can remember it, but, you know, I don't have anything to look at, you know. Mm. So I did not repeat that mistake here. And I had a fantastic vantage point. Um, I was going to show them to you before the pod, but you um, you want to save it for after and that's fine because it might be. Uh, the best is thing it, ever, so... Is it... It's videos on your... So it's videos on your phone, not videos published to your YouTube channel? It's on my phone. However, I did kind of think about, like, maybe compiling a little cute birthday vlog because my dad, uh, like, emailed me this video that he had done of him, like, lip-syncing to Walking in Memphis, which I thought was really cute. So... And also like for, a little Like, as, like, a birthday gift? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I thought it was nice. Yeah, I'm I'm not saying it isn't. I'm just like I, I don't know. I'm I'm just like interesting. Yeah. So I thought about doing that. I don't know if I'll still do it. I might, I don't know. It's it, it is good though. So yeah. But um after the concert I went to the pyramid, the sixth largest pyramid in the world. It was huge. I'm talking about the Bass Pro Shops Pyramid, by the way, in Memphis. It's kind of like a There's a song about it on YouTube. Really? Yeah, by Ryan from Funhouse. Oh man. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that, but um, I can show you a picture. I mean, I could show you the the video, <laughs> or or we could not. Mm. Let me see. Yeah, well, I don't want to see your picture anyway. You're seeing it anyways. Yeah, I already seen it. Okay, but I. Okay. <laughs> anyways, um, yeah, went to the pyramid. It was cool. Didn't stay very long because I wanted to just get back home because I was so tired, and honestly, just like my body was like beat up from headbanging like the entire back of my neck and honestly kind of my shoulders was like sore 
You gotta oh, work out. You you want a headbang? You gotta you gotta work those muscles. You gotta practice at home. You know. I mean, I guess, but how how many times a year do I headbang? Like three this year. Probably that's it because there aren't a whole lot of tours coming down here that I want to see or Maybe really. You just at gotta all. like like. I wanted to say pregame, but that's not. I don't know. <laughs> do um, some stretches. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Well. But um, that is that is the long and short of my birthday. Also, <laughs> something that I saw. Um, so in the parking lot of my hotel that I was staying at, you know, went out, had checked out. Everything was normal. And then I see this. And for those <laughs> who are our male viewers who cannot see, um, it's a truck and all of its tires are gone. <laughs> like I... And it was a kind of a new, like, nicer looking truck, too. Mm. There's no reason, there's no legal reason why the tires should be off this truck. Somebody stole these tires. And it was right next to my car, too. Mm. So it was like, oh, I've been I've been saved. <laughs> like, that could have been my car. And I have no idea. I mean, that's the only explanation that I have for it, for a truck to just not even be on blocks, just on the axle. No wheels. That yeah. was so wild to me. But, yeah, I saw that. Interesting. Yeah, it's it's a funny image to look at, but I guess yeah, I didn't really think of the uh, the repercussions of uh, someone very much got screwed over. Quite yeah, sad. and they had a they had a Texas license plate, <clears throat> so they were not going back home anytime soon. <laughs> mm. Jeez, that's actually kind of awful. I don't. Yeah, but um, yeah, it was nice. I met some, saw a lot of goths, saw a lot of emos, saw a lot of um, what's the word? Honest, okay, no, those are the only two words. Metalheads. And um, also, one thing that I should say, and I'll be done, about going to metal shows that I like a lot is that, and I was telling my mom this too when I was talking to her about it, is that the type of people at these shows is, you know, metal, you got a lot of headbanging, a lot of thrashing, a lot of a lot of um, moshing, you know, it gets kind of hectic in a venue. And honestly, I felt like I was about to fall down a couple of times just because of all the pushing and shoving going around and also the fact that the floor got slippery like immediately because I guess people spilled their beers or whatever mm. um but I had I was well not I had but I was next to like a group of these guys don't know who they are um didn't get their names except for one and I kind of couldn't hear it because I was wearing earplugs um and after like every song in the openers they they were like looking around at everybody and making sure everyone's okay including me and I thought you know that's that's really nice. I really like this community, you know, making sure everyone's all right. If you fall down, you get picked up. You might get kicked, you might get shoved, but you will get picked up. So that's nice. Also, I had to deal with crowd surfers. I got bonked on the head once. Um there is really no way to avoid crowd surfing there. I was able to avoid it the last time, but this time the venue was far too small. Be even shorter. Well, no, that doesn't help because, <laughs> I mean, I guess it does help if you have, like, tall people standing around you, but it, it still doesn't help. Mm. But anyway, it was a lot of fun. I probably top 10 birthday of my life. I only have had 23 of them, and I can't remember, like, four of them. So because, you know, I was... A baby. So yeah. Do you remember your fifth birthday? Um, I would have to ask my mom, but I did at one point have a Lilo and Stitch themed birthday, and I feel like I was five Mm. at the time. So yes. Are you still a big fan of Lilo and Stitch? No. Why not? I don't know. Not a child anymore. 
I mean, I don't doubt that, but I can't even like I don't even know the plot of it. You know, it's been it's been a while since I've seen it. <laughs> well, it's a good thing I just bought it on Blu-ray. You did? Yeah. Why? That's a good movie. Okay. Well, congratulations for that. Thank you. <laughs> well, anyways, um, I didn't do the intro. This is the twenty-six. I legit don't know anymore. Like Joseph said, we, we took a lot of hiatuses for various reasons, but I'm assuming this is the 26th episode of the Not Just Aaron podcast. I am Aaron, and you are? Uh, I'm Joseph. <laughs> you know what? I'll, I'll give you that one. It's been a while, so I'll give you that one. But next week, we, we're not doing this, just so you know. So, um... I'm not gonna lie. I forgot what, what I said we were gonna talk about. Uh, I mean, pick. I, I, I can give you a list, and we can we can just pick whatever's most interesting. There's there's the Queen is dead. There's mm-hmm. the maybe real, maybe fake. Don't worry, darling. Drama. There's um our uh, annoyance with this new sponsor that is plaguing YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh distinguished titles um trying to think of what else and then my thing yeah yeah, you said that was last that doesn't count unless you want to just do that now no it'll bring the mood down significantly and i kind of don't want to do that yet okay (laughs) all right you hear that audience you're get ready for your mood to be brought down in in (laughs) t minus i don't know 40 minutes well, I guess we could start with the queen. I mean, there's not a whole lot to it. She's 96. She's old. She's dead. Charles III, yada, yada. Uh, well, I mean, what is it? <laughs> yeah, but the memes, though. She's immortal. She's going to outlive us all, man. Oh, well, I thought you were talking about the Diana memes. Those are funny. What, currently? Yeah. What What are the Diana memes? Well, you know, this picture of a person holding a brick in Texas, like Princess Diana waiting for... Uh, the queen in the afterlife. Oh, like she's she's waiting know, to exact for revenge. Mm. Yeah. Um. And then just pictures of Princess Diana Diana laughing. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. We could have had her as queen consort, you know. Is so is is what the UK is that where the queen yes. rules? Yeah. Um, <laughs> wait, wait. Uh, why why is it a queen? Um. Is there never mean? like is there never a king? There's a king now. Really? <laughs> Joseph, what are, you, what are you asking? Well, like, it seems like the queen is in charge. Uh-huh. And, like, her well, husband. sort of. Who was her husband? Um, he's a prince. And I forgot the reasoning for that. But there is a reasoning for it. So now that she's dead, now there's a king? Yes, because Charles is a male. Uh-huh. And he is next in line. And he is uh, King Charles III officially. People so, were thinking he wouldn't take that name because of how the other King Charleses were viewed. Um, and he probably sucks as much as him. So, you know. so it's not it's not like it's not strictly a, a, a matriarchy or a patriarchy. Well, um, I mean, no, I guess not. But it's not like only kings, only queens. It's like whoever's next. Well, OK, so. I've been watching a lot of, uh, what is it, Lindsay Holiday YouTube videos, so I do know a little bit about this. But um, basically, if we're talking about line of succession, 
Um, I think the term for it, and I could be wrong because it's been a while, but I think the term for it for the UK for a long time um, was male preference primogeniture, which I mean, sounds what it sounds like. Don't know what primogeniture means, so don't ask. But basically, next in line needed to be a male. Could be a son. So it alternates or? What do you mean? Well, you said next in line needed to be a male. So it's like for there's a, while. a queen. Oh. I'm talking about like way, way back in history. Uh-huh. So basically, you know, the queen's only job was to give birth to a son and then like screw off to do whatever they do. Uh-huh. Um, so they can su- uh, not succeed. So they can secure the, <laughs> I was going to say Iron Throne. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we, we've seen House of the Dragon is kind of like that for a while. Um, but I guess somewhere along the lines, you run out of male heirs. You can't pick a fifth cousin. So you go with whatever female is available and i think and then she rules for 70 years yes but i think i can't it was after william had one of his kids can't remember if it was the first or the second or the third but they did away with that system and now it's just whoever's next in line so after let me see after charles then it'll be william and after william it'll be his firstborn son but Let's see. I think the only daughter of the queen is like the fourth born child. So she's like way back. But if, you know, in a a designated survivor situation were to happen and everyone else were wiped out, then, you know, who, Margaret and something, I don't know, they would ascend to the throne. But, you know, like 70 other people would have to die first. So, yeah. And um, Harry, since he's the second son, um, he's pretty far back, I would say. Not pretty far back, but pretty far back. Because, I mean, William has, like, three kids. And one of them is a girl, but it would still go to her before it went to William. And that's the way it works now. And also, he's, like, not part of it anymore. I don't don't know. (laughs) I only know, like, the bare minimum. If you you don't know, we should move on. Okay. (laughs) I was just wondering... Like, it's like, oh, it's a queen. You know, I guess it's it's partially on my mind because of House of the Dragon. Mm-hmm. But then, like, I don't really know a whole lot about, like, the royal family in mm-hmm. the UK. So I was just like, oh, queen? You know, now what? Now that she's gone. Yeah. Um, I think uh, what had <clears throat> happened before all of that is that her uncle, like, abdicated the throne to like marry a divorced woman, which is like apparently not very good. Um, it's not very cash money. Yeah, no, not very cash money for the royal family. So it went to her dad, but her dad didn't live for very long, um, relatively speaking. And she doesn't have any male like brothers. She only has like one sister. Um, and so then in, after he died, it went to her. But then again, I don't, at that point in time, I'm not really sure what the succession term was could probably look this up but it would probably take a long time so you're right we should move on so i haven't like been looking into this because i honestly kind of don't care that much about it because i'm still going to see the movie but there's there's been some some controversy surrounding specifically the production of don't worry darling um yeah well, see, I tried to, <laughs> <laughs> I tried to send you a video uh, that I did not watch. Yeah, uh, well, cause, well, 
I wanted you to watch it like beforehand because that was like that video was the only way that I um had heard about this this I don't know this controversy this drama or mm-hmm. whatever but like it seems like it's a whole lot of nothing like yeah. I don't think it's I don't know I don't think it's like real because it's like there was like a I guess a bunch of articles and uh I feel like articles is is too kind of a word all I guess tabloids mm-hmm. um even from established like sources where they're just like oh my god did uh did harry styles spit on chris pine and then (laughs) yeah i'm pretty sure i saw an article or a tabloid where it was like chris pine's agent being like no this is ridiculous what shut up like (laughs) and so i feel like that made me stop looking into it but i i think it's interesting how much like i don't know if toxicity is the right word but like I'll just say how much toxicity is kind of like uh, brewing, it seems, from this mm-hmm. production because it's like there's there's the thing. And I, I, maybe this is just tabloids. Maybe people are reading into it too much. But like Florence Pugh like d- barely wants to be involved anymore. Mm-hmm. There's like uh, Jason Sudeikis and Olivia Wilde like going through a, a custody battle in the middle of the press tour. Yep. And then – and then it's like, oh my god, she cheated on Jason with Harry, and and it just seems like there's a lot of like negative negative stuff going on. That's kind of like, I don't know. It's both bringing tension attention to the movie and taking it away from it. Mm-hmm. Um, so well, I don't know. I have a theory. Uh huh. So I think it's all an ARG. No, it's all part of the marketing. <laughs> no, <clears throat> that would be a terrible ARG. It's not even anyway. Um. I think it's Harry Styles fans, because if you think about it, think back to when the the first picture, well, you probably don't know about this, but the time when the first (laughs) pictures dropped of Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde holding hands, you know, that was very scandalous, because this is right after, I think it was announced that she and Jason Sudeikis were no longer together. Mm. It wasn't a whole lot of time between these two things happening. Mm. And of course, Harry Styles fans, you know, these are former One Direction fans. These are former Directioners, right? And I don't know what Harry Styles fans are called. They probably have a Harry name. Stans. Well, yeah, but you know, like a uh, little monsters or barbs or something. I don't know if they have a name. The Style Boys. Well, it's probably mostly girls. The style. The, that was a joke. The, the Style, style Boys. Heads. The Style Boys is a reference to the the Lonely Island film pop star. Oh. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I am going to look up what they're called. Okay. Well, while you're doing this, I should say that these um, Styles heads, as we'll temporarily know them, they can be kind of, I don't know, as far as fandoms go, there are worse ones. Did I just get a text? Yeah, it sounded like a fart. Okay. Or like a foghorn or something. <laughs> uh, they're called Stylers. Really? Yeah. God, or that's lame. Either Stylers or... I feel like stylers. Yeah, it's the same thing. Stylers. Wow. Okay. That's interesting. I did not know that. I thought it would be something cooler. But anyways, uh, now they're going to come after our podcast. <laughs> but um, I think as far as fandoms go, there are a lot more toxic fandoms. But Harry Styles fans, they're not making a good names for themselves, you know. Um, and a lot of them got like strangely mad that Harry Styles was with Olivia Wilde, who is... I guess a little older than him, but... Wait a minute, Aaron. What? You're telling me people on the internet (laughs) 
are getting mad about someone else being in a relationship. No. I know. Revolutionary. Get out of town. We go on, but I, I'm I, I'm rolling my eyes at every syllable you say. <laughs> I know, but I am too, honestly, because, you know, I think a lot of these people, they were fans of the, the One Direction era. Um, and I think of course, a lot of these people might currently be 12. <laughs> I don't know. I, mentally. I feel like I... Okay, mentally, Physically yes. and mentally. I feel like I see a surprising amount of grown adults engaging in some of this stuff, but, you know. We live in a society. Indeed, we do. Um, but, you know, One Direction didn't have a super great breakup. It was kind of kind of messy. Um, now they've, they've chosen their camp, and they see him as their uh, fake boyfriend, or fake husband, I should say. I thought you were going to say Lord and Savior. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because... How many people want to have sex with Jesus, you know? So um, maybe a little. Have you seen slim. Jim Caviezel? What is that? The actor that played Jesus in The Passion of the Christ. Oh, well, <clears throat> he he is but a man. I'm talking about, you know, the big guy upstairs. Oh, Harry Styles? <laughs> no. <laughs> but um, yeah, honestly, a lot of the stuff that I see just like ragging on Olivia Wilde for like no reason I feel like the vibe it gives off is that these are Harry Styles fans mad that he's dating her and not them. Mm-hmm. So I kind of tend to write a lot of this off as just that. And um, the news just kind of picked up on it and is now cycling it because clicks. So I also think it's very inconsequential. Again, I'm still going to see the movie. I have the script too still because it leaked weeks ago. Well, I haven't read it yet. I but. think you're leaving out. <laughs> I think oh, you're the leaving Shia LaBeouf thing too. You're leaving out a crucial thing. What? Which is uh, the Sudakers. Um, oh right. Uh, yeah. Well, no, I, I mean, like you're, you're saying, people are just hating on Olivia Wilde for no reason. It's like, and I, I guess I don't know what's fact or fiction, but I guess what I have heard, true or not, is that like she cheated on him. It's like that's not a good look. I feel yeah. like my I I haven't. I feel s- like. The Harry Styles fans specifically don't care about that. They just care that she's dating Harry. But I'm talking about like other people hating on Olivia Wilde. I know. That aren't Harry Styles fans. Yeah. Um, I was just kind of focusing on them. Okay. I kind of forgot about, you know. Okay. The the Sudakers. The Sudakers fans. Well, what is it? Because I think, I think like if it is true, I think it's brought down my like opinion of Olivia Wilde where it's like, um, I haven't seen Booksmart, but I was like, oh, good for her. You know, she was mm-hmm. like kind of like, you know, she was an actress for a while, just kind of like known for, I, I feel like for the most part, known for being like a pretty face. And then mm-hmm. she's in house. Um, she's pretty good in that. And then, um, and then it's like, oh, directorial debut. And it's like, oh, it's pretty good. And then mm-hmm. like, oh, she's got a thriller coming out. She's directing another thing. It's like good for her, you yeah. know? But now it's like, it's like, oh, she, she cheated on her, um, you know, a uh, uh, fairly long time partner that she has kids with and like, and, you know, for like a much younger guy, um, it's just, it's just all not a good look. And I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. It's not a good look on her, <clears throat> but I mean, what does that say about her directing abilities or what this movie is about to be, you know? I mean. However, Okay, so I think some people were theorizing that all of that, like, happened during the production of this. And also, that also kind of ties into the Shia LaBeouf thing. So what Shia LaBeouf had said, because he's, like, out Wait, promoting a new movie. Before, before you get to Shia LaBeouf, I want to say, like, it's like, 
yeah, it may not affect her directing ability, but it's like, like, what is it? There's a reason we don't watch like Gus Johnson videos anymore. His, his ability (laughs) to be a, I guess a good boyfriend, it doesn't necessarily impact his ability to make funny videos, but it does impact our enjoyment of them. And so I think I feel the same way of like, um, I feel similar in this instance to, to the upcoming film. Don't worry, darling. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, what I was going to say with Shia LaBeouf, what he said is that he was originally cast to be, I think, Harry Styles' part, which honestly, I, I kind of don't see it, but whatever. You're just like, he's not hot enough. Well, I mean, I don't even know a whole lot about the role, but just seeing Harry Styles alongside Florence Pugh and also the like aesthetic that they're going for. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, he is yeah. a good actor, but also... I want to say the FK Twigs thing had come out by then, so you know I'm honestly surprised he's still getting girls because he was just casting someone else. But that uh, you know that Shia LaBeouf talent, he just doesn't quit, I guess. But um, what was I gonna say? So he said that um, she had made a video like begging him to come back. So instead of the narrative being that he was fired, it was that he left because he didn't like her or something, I guess. Honestly, I don't know. It's getting a little twisted around in my head, but I think Shia LaBeouf was involved at some point. And I, thought, I think Florence Pugh may not have liked working with him. I thought, yeah, I thought what I what I read somewhere was that like, sh- like Olivia Wilde said one thing. She was like, oh, he... Um, did she say it was unprofessional? Probably. He, it was something like, give me, give me a second. He said like, or Olivia Wilde said it was for like the safety of Florence Pugh. Mm-hmm. And then that he was, she either said he was, I guess, fired or let go. And then Shia LaBeouf was like, no, I left or something and then she was like begging me to come back yeah and then he had like a video or like a recording proof of her saying that yeah whatever whatever she said it was actually like the opposite according to to shia we just can't remember at the moment and the video is out there i just haven't seen it yeah so and then um like you said florence Pugh just not being in any of the marketing stuff yeah so it's a lot going on. Like not, time. I think like not participating in like the premiere. Like she yeah. was like she at the carpet there. and, and, and then bounced or something. I thought she um, just wasn't there at all. No, she was at the carpet. Okay. But then like, I don't know, wasn't there for like the interviews or the, or the actual like showing of the movie. I think, I think unless we have something more substantial to say <laughs> about this, I want to move on. Cause it, it feels way too like, it just got this all pulled out. It just got the, the whole <laughs> don't worry, darling conversation out. I don't I think it was fine. Um, well, we're just we're just repeating the like air quotes facts of yeah. like of like he said she said. Ooh, reading into this subtle thing, like over reading into all this stuff, and I'm like, I don't know. I, I feel like I want to stay at like the surface level because it's it's way it's way too detailed. Where these it feels like these details don't matter. Yeah. <laughs> um, well. We, we shall move on. Well, uh, what were the other like topics we we had? We could we could Stop briefly, yeah. I guess I do want to get into that. Um, without going into like any like 
specific spoilers how, how have you been in, enjoying house of the dragon i've been liking it so far mm-hmm. i'll say um this latest episode we had a pretty substantial time jump it yeah. was like two years i think it was like two or three yeah um so um yeah i don't know <laughs> i think i don't i don't have a lot of strong opinions right now uh uh-huh. i think i wanted to bring it up because i i really liked like i really really liked the first episode um and then I feel like I have been kind of bored with like the second and third episode because I feel like um, I don't like the time jumps. Um, mm-hmm. The first one I thought was fine. Um, but I don't know. I just I just want the plot to like stay and I and I want things to happen. But it feels like I don't know. It feels like episode one happened and then like. Obviously, things happened in episode two and three, but it just feels like everyone's still reacting in the in the show. Everyone's mm-hmm. still reacting to episode one, and I, um, I was talking yeah. to I was talking to a coworker, uh, a friend at work today, and um, uh, I was kind of telling him about it just because. Um, I don't know, man. I, I was real hype after that first episode, and now it's not bad. I just feel like I'm a little bit bored and I don't like the time jumps. And I think I wish the episodes were like shorter. I feel like if they, if I can be like, I don't, I feel like I'm not bored the entire time. If I was bored for an hour, then I wouldn't watch it. Like there's good, there's good moments and there's good plot developments and things like that. But there, Mm -hmm. there feels like there's like a lot of like filler that it's like if these episodes were like 30, 40 minutes, I feel like I would be enjoying it a lot more. But because they're like an hour, maybe an hour or more mm-hmm. uh, each episode, along with the time jumps, I'm like, ugh, I, I need, I need the, I need the plot to hold still. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's that's my thoughts. Nothing, mm-hmm. not overtly negative. It's it's just meh. It's a thousand times better than any anything Disney's making. But like. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's, it's kind of, it's gotten weaker each episode. Uh, well, I I think maybe I liked the third more than the second, but yeah, Mm. yeah. Well, I guess, I don't know. That leads us to our next topic, which is, um, your personal beef with established titles. Yeah. Well, dear listeners, um, (laughs) if you consume an amount of YouTube, a, 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 uh, not insignificant amount of YouTube. You may have noticed over the past, I'll say a couple weeks, two weeks maybe, uh, there's like a new advertiser on YouTube that's like hitting all the stops. Like I've seen him on uh, Philip DeFranco. I've seen him Mm -hmm. on Wisecrack. I've seen him on uh, who else? I don't know who else. I've seen it on, you don't know who this is, but Nick DeRamio's channel Mm -hmm. is fairly large-sized. Um, oh, what is it? Karsten, Karsten Run, Runke, Runquist. Um, uh, I think 24 frames of Nick. Um, all, uh, channels of varying size. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you know this, but Car- do you, have you watched any of Karsten on YouTube? Well, maybe, and I just don't remember. But... Okay. He's apparently the most followed person on Letterboxd. Interesting. Um, which isn't saying a whole lot cause it's like a small site, but. Um, it's not that small. Smallish. Well, when he's the most followed person, let me look this up real quick. When he's the most followed person and he only has 
126,000 followers, I think that's pretty small. Maybe right. Yeah. Those are the places I've seen it on YouTube. And um, if you haven't seen it, dear listeners, Distinguished Titles is, or is it established? Established or Distinguished? I think it's Distinguished. Let's see. No, it's established. Okay. Established titles. We can look it up. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I'm looking it up now. Established titles. Yeah, it's established. Uh, the, the, the selling point is like, yo, do you want to be like a Lord or Mm -hmm. a lady or, Mm -hmm. or a Laird or whatever? Um, I don't know if a lady is a Laird, a lady. A Laird is a Lord, but it's like Scottishy. Oh, um, like Basically, do you want a fancy established title for your name? And it's like, well, all you have to do, buy a square foot of land in Scotland, and you can apparently legally call yourself a lord or a lady. And Well, I think not only that is that you have to own the land, but you have to also establish a lordship, which mm-hmm. is something that applies to a pocket of land. And I guess the restrictions for doing that in Scotland aren't super tough which is why this company exists or it could be a scam who knows well i think it's a scam so what is it yeah you get a title you get a a foot of land Mm -hmm. um and then you know if you if you do the deal with your favorite youtuber your land will be somewhere near theirs and then i guess (laughs) um well it'll be in the same like vicinity you know what i mean you all be smushed together or whatever your whole fan base the whole karsten fan base um, do you know if you can buy more than a square foot? You can. And okay. it, so the only reason I'm upset about it is cause I think I saw an ad today mm-hmm. and I was like, I was like, um, but before I get into why I'm upset about it, I'll say the, the last like cherry on top is like, oh, eco-friendly, uh, you buy some land. They'll also like plant a tree somewhere who, who the frick knows they'll just mm-hmm. plant a tree. Um, it's like, oh yeah, you know, uh, but I've been seeing it so much. I'm like, how how much does this square foot of land cost? And this certificate that um, uh, you can print. Mm-hmm. Um, what is it now? This is why why I get upset because oh my god, this seems like a massive ripoff. Um, how much is it? Do you know how much it is for a square foot of land and the ability to call yourself Lord and a tree? Fifty dollars. I mean, that's not terrible considering, you know, how much land goes for. Really? It's the only non-renewable resource. But it's that a we have. square foot. I mean, okay, let's let's think about okay. how much an acre of land might cost. Do you want okay, wait, wait, wait. Let me I, I guess you can figure this out and and maybe, you know, Ben Shapiro me into into <laughs> telling and and I'll find out I'm wrong. Um what is it? If you get five square feet, uh it goes up by 160 so then five square feet is 100 or 210 Mm -hmm. and then 10 square feet is 350 Mm -hmm. then if you want them to print your certificate your certificate not just if you print it on whatever regular paper you have if you want them to print it it's an additional 30 (laughs) dollars well Um, i guess they have to mail it to you too presumably uh, from scotland uh uh-huh what is it oh and then a free gift will be included for all orders during the summer sale would you like to know the average cost of an acre of land here specifically? Uh-huh. It is $5,565. So that's one acre. And we're going to find out how much, how how many square feet is in an acre. Mm-hmm. 
So give me a minute. Okay. Well, (laughs) there are 43,560 square feet in an acre. So 5,000 divided into that, probably not $50 um, per square foot, Uh but it's Mississippi. There's a lot of land in Mississippi. No, 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 no. I want, can you give me the exact numbers again? I want to do the calculation. All right. Um, So let's see. So... Now, these are Mississippi prices. I could look up how much a square foot of land costs in Scotland, and that might... That's probably going to be even less. <laughs> well, I mean, Scotland's not very big. Uh-huh. In fact, well, I, I'm, I'm probably wrong, but I would say Scotland's probably about as big as the state of Mississippi. Aaron, you can't just keep throwing out facts like that. If you want right. to be Ben Shapiro, you need to know your facts, okay? <laughs> um, so, arable, and I'm pretty sure that means farmable. Uh, land values vary greatly depending on location and capability with an average value for prime arable land around 7,000 pounds per acre up from 5,800 pounds per acre in 2020. So 7,000 pounds per acre, right? That's uh, that's Scotland specifically. Scotland is smaller than Mississippi. Yeah, so not by, a lot of land. By 18, roughly 18,000 square miles. Yeah, Scotland is not very large at all. And I'm pretty sure land, it's not super abundant. So we have the cost per acre. All right, you're keeping track. Cost per acre in Scotland, 7,000 pounds. And oh, do we have to do currency trends, whatever? I mean, no. Once we figure out the cost per square foot, then we can. But okay. For right now, don't worry about it. So cost per acre, 7,000. I'm going to just write that down. Okay. And square feet in an acre is... Now, I don't know if, like, our acres are different from their acres. No. Uh, An acre is an acre. But This isn't, like, the metric or the whatever system. Because there's, like, two different types of tons, so... We're just going to assume we have the same acres. Yeah, I feel like (laughs) we're... For the sake of it. I feel like we're sure. Yeah, but then what's it? Okay. Doesn't matter. We're we're not going to... Okay. So, one acre is... 43,560 square feet. All right, you got that? Yeah. All right, so from there we can get the cost per square foot, specifically in Scotland. You said 43,560 square feet. Oh, boy, you don't got to hold it that close. I'm not, I'm not your mom. You, you had your phone on blast, too, nearly full brightness. What? Okay. Let me take down my glasses real quick and, and oh, Okay. I don't know if your parents do that. My mom does it. That's what that's that's my mom all I have to do to all I have to do to do an impression on my mom. I feel like Melissa will crack up just hearing it is just like hold out my phone, do this. <laughs> and then there you go. I'm just like, okay, yeah, that, that's my impression of my mom. Um, kind of struggling with the math a little bit. Um, ah, so. I'm not I'm not infallible, Aaron. Okay. <laughs> it's just it takes some time. Would it not just be 7,000 divided by 43,560? That's what I, I think so. But I thought it was the other way for a second. Um, okay. I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm really thinking <laughs> here. Well, I'm just trying to – I'm thinking of, like, what it means. Like, Okay. Um, well, what did you get? It would be 16. It would be one, uh, 0. 0.16. Uh, 0.16? Yeah, 0. 0.16. What is per decimals? per like zero one six okay yeah per uh square foot let me see 
think so. <laughs> I mean, seven thousand and forty-three thousand. That's not you know. Yeah. If I, if I had seven thousand jelly so beans, so now now what's thousand children? They're not getting a whole jelly. What's zero point one six trans uh, in pounds taken into? Well, it's sixteen pence. So so. It's one. I was gonna say one sixteenth, but that's not true. We get, I'm converting it. I don't you know. won't pull up the conversion. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to. Okay, so it's it's basically sixteen cents of their cents. And I'm pretty sure the pound is worth a little bit more than the dollar. Or maybe it's the other way around. I don't know. 0.16. It's basically, nope, that's not right. That's not right at all. It's 18 cents. <sighs> yeah. So, yeah, land is very expensive. 18 uh, cents per, per square uh, foot. Did I do feet? So, yeah, $50 for a square foot. Yeah, that's definitely worth it. Uh, well, okay, but what I said is that, you know, establishing a lordship, that might also cost some administrative fees. That might be what you're paying for if they are actually establishing a lordship within the government of, like, Scotland, however that works. Don't know if they do that, actually. Yo. What, what, what? Oh, my God. The f- So, wait. Mm-hmm. The – oh, okay, wait, 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 wait. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I – I well, what is it at the top of their thing? Mm-hmm. They have this. This feels very scammy. I guess we're analyzing if this is like a scam or not. Which like, that's up to you, I guess, viewer, listener, to decide. But like, they have at the top like this red Labor Day sale up to eighty percent off and a free gift. Claim your offer, and then they have a timer going where it's like, yo, this Labor Day sales only last another hour. But it's like yeah. if you refresh the page. It, it keeps refreshing the timer. Oh wait, no, it doesn't. I don't know. Oh. I thought it did. Let me. Let me. I'm going. I'm leaving the website. Coming back. Well, um, <clears throat> there there are a couple of like clothing sites that famously do this. Like Boohoo, mm-hmm. they would have a sale, but it's it's like a timer. But the sale is basically going the entire time. It's like to entice you to buy it, so you don't miss out. Don't yeah, it reset. Promo. It reset again. We'll um, see. Yeah, I don't have. I don't have as much of an issue with that because i feel like if it's clothing it has inherent value Mm -hmm. this you're getting land that's like if you're if you're not in scotland (laughs) it's like oh yeah i have a square foot like you know what i mean it's like does it say that they actually establish a lordship for you um i'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt here even though i do think it's stupid i think that might be where the cost is coming from like what what is what is actually going on like, do I just own a square foot of land or is there some other stuff going on? Because if you're just buying a square foot of land, well, firstly, I think what what's happening is they own whatever land is being sold already. And they're just like selling the right to like claim a square foot of their land. Because like what what land company is just going to like land company? Whoever deals in land, they're not going to like sell it by the square foot they're gonna sell it by the acre or it doesn't seem like it's an official like lordship that's like established it's not like Mm -hmm. done through the government because it's like like what is it i went to the faqs Uh it says like do i need to be of a certain nationality in order to buy a title pack no anyone it's available to any nationality and age okay um they say, can I refer to myself as Lord or Lady? So, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe you know, who knows? Maybe next episode I'll be, you'll be uh, Aaron and I'll be Lord Joseph. 
<laughs> Lord, not Aaron. Um, well, no, it would be Lord and your last name. Oh. No. Okay. Um, so they say, yes, our title packs are based on a historic Scottish land ownership custom. Historic. Where land, is that custom? Where or is land, it uh, current? Where landowners have been long referred to as laird. So it just means like, oh, yeah, you know, you in our country, it's like, yeah, if you own, if you own land, you're a lord. Like, Interesting. <clears throat> so, all right. Um, I think that answered my question. Then it says most jurisdictions will allow you to update your title when you choose to do so. Can I use the titles of lord or lady on my documents? Yes, you're able to change your title on documents in most instances. Doesn't say what instances you can't. Um, can I buy the title pack for someone else? Yes. All we require is their name. I'm pretty sure if it was like government and if it was official, you'd have to give a lot more identifying info than just like Your a name. name. Cause like, uh, what if I put in a fake name? What if I put, you know, Lord Bodie McBoatface, you know, like. <laughs> Lord <clears throat> head. Um, so I could I could take out a lordship in my dog's name then if that's you know he has a first and a last name. Also, it takes twenty four hours for your certificate to be made. I think if it was also like okay. official and and government or whatever, it would take at least a month. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I don't know. This is the Scottish government. This isn't the United States government. They could have things you know, uh-huh. really efficient over there. Um, no way of knowing. Let's see. But do you remember, well, I, mean, I don't even know if this was like during our lifetimes, but there was a point in time where you could pay money to name a star. And that's what this feels like to me. Because, I mean. Well, yeah, that that's exactly what I was thinking of, where it's yeah. like, I don't know, if you want to like own a star own I'm I'm doing quotes for for our blind our male listeners. Um <laughs> if you want to own a star, you can own a star. Mm-hmm. Um but I guess what I've been thinking about lately, which I didn't I didn't come up with this myself. I think someone else posed the question for me, but it's like who the who the frick owned that star in the first place then to then be able to sell it to me. Exactly. Um it's like that's not a thing. Now land is a little different. Yeah. But <clears throat> here's another fact FAQ. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, so wait wait. So it says, what are souvenir plots? The plots mm-hmm. of land themselves are recognized and referred to referred to as souvenir plots in Scotland. Mm-hmm. Those souvenir plots are typically too small to be registered with the Scottish Land Registry, registry directly. They say, we maintain our private records and take our arrangements with our lords and ladies very seriously. Wow. This is a freaking scam. Like, this is, this <laughs> is an absolute ripoff. Um, yeah. And then... What is it? They said, um, can I build on my plot? Uh, every lordship and ladyship title pack contributes uh, to the preservation and protection of woodland areas in Scotland. So no. As the intention is for the land to be kept in its natural state, we ask that all interested parties do bear this in mind. So yeah, no. Um, well, okay. Now <clears throat> that they say that, I mean, they already own all the land. And I guess if they're like core mission is to conserve this land and to do upkeep for it i guess that would cost money but like how many people are buying these for them to like pay whatever bills are required to like conserve land you know if yeah i i think this is a someone's getting i don't know either someone's trying to get very rich off of these or someone already has gotten very rich off of these because for this many youtubers I feel like to like openly promote this like 
And they're not doing I feel it for like free. This pretty egregious scam. I feel like they the established titles has to be uh, showing the flashing the big bucks. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, because like, sponsorships on YouTube. <clears throat> if you're like big enough, they can. That's a good piece of money. Yeah, and they're doing it to or giving it to like multiple big YouTubers. Like think of I don't know a Philip DeFranco sized audience. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. So they probably do already have a lot of money set aside for like advertising. Yeah. But that's interesting. Then what is it? They, they say, uh, last question is, and it's not that bad of an answer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Last question is, is can I get a refund on my order? The <laughs> intention of these packs is to provide a fun novelty product for those who want to purchase something a little different for themselves, their friends or their family. So we offer a 60 day, no nonsense refund policy. <laughs> you can find more about this here. Uh, a fun novelty product isn't fifty dollars. I'm just I'm not just like, oh yeah, you know I couldn't think of a gift for my my cousin Jerry. So uh, yeah, I spent fifty dollars on a piece of land in Scotland. Like uh, <clears throat> Jerry can give me, you know, I can give Jerry five bucks and just and just vow to call him Lord from now on. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> uh, now, the when I freaked out earlier, it's because mm-hmm. I clicked on the 80% off. So I was like, oh, maybe maybe like $50 is really high, but they always got this Labor Day sale going on. So maybe it's like 80% off. It's like uh, – it's actually just $10. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I clicked the claim your offer, and the 80% off is for the uh, the five-square-foot one, which is normally – Two hundred and ten dollars, mm-hmm. uh, but because it's Labor Day Which and only for the more. next hour. Um, <laughs> uh, oops, I clicked it. Uh, I, well, I bought it. I'm a lord. Um, <laughs> what is it? Because it's Labor Day and only for the next hour. Actually, fifty two minutes currently. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it's forty two dollars to get five square feet of land, which is still a massive ripoff based on our uh, whatever, however many cents it would be. It's, it's a little wacky. It, yeah, I I feel like it makes me upset that um so many people are like promoting this, and yeah, it feels like like it's buy like a star all over again, but not that serious. I would say. Well, people still promote. People do still promote BetterHelp, which I think is weird because have they proven that they've like hired actual therapists to do their online therapy? Because that was the the crux of the issue before. Mm-hmm. So. If they have, then great. If they haven't, kind of shady on the the part of the YouTubers who just like magically forgot that that had happened. Yeah, because it wasn't just YouTubers either. It was like bigger celebrities promoting it as well. But now I guess they have the money to make actual ads because I have been seeing like regular ads for BetterHelp. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe they have cleaned up their act. I don't know. I would never do online therapy. It just feels a little weird to me. But. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm just upset. This seems like a massive ripoff. I I, I would not be upset if it was like ten bucks. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, like ten bucks for a square foot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like and, and maybe I'll be like generous, like like twenty-five for a square foot. Like and, and again, I'm not paying twenty-five, but like mm-hmm. I'd be like, it's the internet. It, whatever you got to make your money like 25 for a square foot sure and then it's like oh for five it's like 50 or something and then for like 10 it's like uh 
75 or something like that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Just increasing. But the fact that it's 50 from the get go for this fun, cute novelty gift. Um, what is it? And this is 50 United States dollars. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then, and then it only goes significantly higher from there where it's like five foot is, is like 200 and then 10 foot is 300. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> a, a fun novelty gift is, is something you get at Dollar Tree for, I don't know, the relative you like, you don't like that much. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, uh, I, yeah, I, I guess I got, I got fired up today just like seeing how expensive it was. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, it's not for me to begin with. Um, yeah, I think it's, um, exceptionally <clears throat> corny. Yeah. And it's like, and it's like, oh, they're planting trees. They're, they're saving the environment. Like it's like, yeah, that's good. But it's like, you know, if, if Mr. Beast can plant a tree for a dollar, what are you doing for the, for the other, uh, the other forty nine dollars, you know what I mean? That's forty nine trees you're not planting. Yeah. Uh, I gotta make a profit somehow. I yeah. Uh, Wild. But yeah, I I'm mad. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I hope it's not that successful. I hope it's just another. Oh, look at this! What? A meme for uh, right my current predicament. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for our uh, male listeners, um, uh, what is it? It's a meme from a SpongeBob YouTube channel. I don't watch this channel, but uh, the YouTube algorithm knows I like memes. Um, and so it's uh, it says, when your stomach pain... Wait. Oh. <laughs> okay, sorry. When your stomach pain something serious and you don't want to make a trip to the doctor. And then it's a, it's a picture of SpongeBob revealing old reliable opening the case like uh, in Pulp Fiction and inside old Re- the case for Old Reliable is uh, Canada Dry. Um, <laughs> Which that I, never helps, by the way. Spray helps me a lot, yeah. When when yeah. I got tummy troubles. Um, well, I guess, okay. It doesn't help for like nausea. For stomach issues, it might. But mm-hmm. I've, I've <laughs> ingested a lot of powdered ginger and uh, ginger products. When I get nauseated, when I get dizzy, and let me tell you, it does nothing. <laughs> mm. Well, I mean, you know, each each person's different, you know. Yeah, I guess. Have you uh, what is it? Have you been on Letterbox lately? Um, I check it every so often. Okay. Um, you only I've only noticed this I think like once recently, but you only like my reviews whenever I like yours. <laughs> I don't think that's true. Okay, maybe it's not, but I think like I liked your review of something. Uh, nope, and then you liked mine back or something. Um, but anyway, uh, also you didn't log prey. You didn't fall asleep during it. No, but I also had no thoughts about it. So oh wow, not I know a, I don't have not to even leave a lame a review, joke. But yeah, no, there's nothing there. <laughs> nothing in the in the in the tank. Apparently, John didn't like it. Yeah, well, I mean, he he like he didn't get the hype about it. He gave it a a five out of ten, two and a half out of five. Um, yeah. and it's like middle of the road or like not great, not bad, somewhat middle, um, mm-hmm. kind of veering towards bad. Yeah. I don't know why. I mean, I, I get his complaints. I read his review and liked it. I feel like it's a little bit better than that, but I, I can understand where he's coming from. where did the questions go? There they are. I don't know. <laughs> I don't have your <laughs> well, phone. I was looking at my notes. Oh. Um, see the questions I've saved. I feel like I like. By the time we do them at the end, I'm, like, too tired for them. Like, because really? the last ones are, like, feel, like, really long. It's, like, 
like th- this is made up. Uh, this is a made up question, but it's like, what's your biggest like childhood trauma? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, it that feels- uh, segues pretty neatly into no. into my thing. But I haven't done the question yet. I thought we were gonna do that last. Oh, it's always last. Um, I don't know. Is it? Yeah. it's news to me all right segue anyway so i had something i'm gonna say interesting you might not agree with me with that um that uh, modifier because it is objectively kind of wacky but i'll say i had something interesting happen to me last i want to say tuesday i won't agree that it's interesting I don't know. It's just that might not be the right word to say. Okay. Um, happened to me specifically at work. So before I go into this, I shall ask you a question. At what point or... Well, I'll ask you. Did you learn about what happened to Emmett Till in school? Uh, I'm going to get... I'm going to say no. Mm-hmm. I'm going to also say history was never my strongest subject. So maybe I did and forgot. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to say no. Okay. At what point did you learn about it? I, I think right now. Really? <laughs> well, tell me. Maybe I maybe I I've heard it and forgotten, but I don't know. Okay. Maybe you've told me before, honestly. I don't know if I've talked about it that much, just based on what I'm about to say. But when I first learned about it, I was I had to be 11 because my birthday's in September, um, and it was sixth grade, uh, Miss Lucy's history class. Probably not one of my favorite history classes, but it sticks out in my mind, probably for this reason. And gosh, if you don't know what happened. Well, yeah, because it's been in the news recently. Well, then you don't pay attention to the news, so that doesn't help much at all. But basically, the long and short of it is there's this teenager who's about 14 from Chicago named Emmett Till. Came down to Mississippi to spend some time with family, just to spend time with family, I guess. And um, one day he was in a store or something, and the story is that he whistled at a white woman, mm-hmm. which is, um, this happened, I can't remember the year, probably like 60 or 61, um, so, you know, pre-everything, mm-hmm. not really everything, but you, you get my idea. Yeah, the you know, before the universe existed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So um, what happened after that is that this woman's, I believe, husband and relatives, because other people saw it happen, they went into, I believe it was his grandfather's house, uh, kidnapped him, beat him until he died, and then passed that point, and then sank him in a river. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, I can't remember where specifically this happened. It wasn't in Jackson, I'll say that. Yeah, I can't remember where it happened, but they sank him either in a river or a lake, a body of water um, with like, I feel like I heard it was a fan, but then it's some kind of heavy object tied to him so that he wouldn't come back up. But obviously people, you know, they knew that he was missing. So um, they went looking for him. And I can't remember. The details are kind of fuzzy on it because like, I don't know, I guess I just didn't make an effort to remember for reasons that I'll get into. Um, but eventually they found him and he was pretty severely brutalized to the point where they couldn't identify his body. And the only reason that his mom was able to identify him is because he was still wearing a ring that she had given him. And that's how she knew it was his son. 
So what was going to happen was that they were going to bury him in, I believe, Mississippi, but his mom didn't want that to happen because he's not from there. She wants him back at his home. Mm-hmm. So. Wait, what? why he died in Mississippi? Oh, yeah, yes. he was visiting relatives. Yes. Okay, continue. And um, they had a funeral for him somewhere. I can't remember where. I can't remember where it happened. Um, but originally it was going to be a closed casket funeral because of obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and the casket was actually nailed shut, I believe. But she forced them to open the casket and there were photographers there and they took pictures of Emmett Till's body. And it ended up basically going proto-viral because they published it on the cover of Jet Magazine, which I think it's still around because my mom used to get Jet Magazine back in the day. I don't know if it is still around, but... It was a very prominent black magazine back then. Mm-hmm. And that, along with like a bunch of other events, really kickstarted. Maybe not kickstarted, that's not the right word. But that that incident among other incidents was what, you know, really wanted really made people want to like push for civil rights. But the thing is, you know, obviously when this happened, uh, a lot of young people you know, they saw what had happened to Emmett Till because, I mean, the magazine was probably, like, publishing newsstands and stuff like that. So um, that's the story of what happened. Um, and a lot of, like, civil rights leaders can actually trace that moment back to being, like, a formative event for them, specifically uh, John Lewis, who was a senator and is dead. And um, in his... Like, last op-ed that was published posthumously in the New York Times, I believe, he said that, you know, Emmett Till was my George Floyd because he was around that age. He was around 14 or younger or a little older when that happened. And so that's basically what happened. And, you know, eventually, as, as you do in school, history class comes along and, you know, you have to learn about these things. And given where I grew up, which I will not reveal, which I think, honestly, just saying that will dox me a little bit. But given where I grew up, you know, it's kind of hard to escape um, all the civil rights things that went on. So obviously we ended up learning about it. But, you know, they I think what we did was we watched like a documentary about it because we were watching something like on TV. Um, So there's a documentary about it that I and the rest of my class saw the picture and I'm assuming you haven't seen it, so I would say to look it up at your own risk, but also, like, don't show it to me. Like, if you do look it up, just, like, maybe don't tilt your phone this way, but it's probably, like, the worst thing I've ever seen, right? Mm -hmm. And I can say that, like, as an adult Mm -hmm. and, you know, growing up in the sort of edges of the Wild West of the Internet, I've seen a lot of crazy things, so... Like I said, I was 11 when I first saw that picture in the sixth grade. And, you know, back then I was I was still very much a kid at the, you know, tender age of 11. And um, needless to say, it affected me and my other classmates as well, because I can remember talking to some of my friends about it when I was in high school. And they also told me like, yeah, I had nightmares because of that. But what happened specifically to me is that um, that night after um, I came home from school, I couldn't sleep because I was just, like, filled with terror because, 
you know, I thought that, you know, someone was going to come to my house and snatch me out of my bed and, like, do that to me. Because, I mean, Emmett Till had done nothing, right? The woman, Carolyn Bryant, she's still alive. I think her name is Carolyn Bryant, something Bryant. She is still alive, and she, you know, they are trying to bring charges against her. It didn't end up working. It didn't end up happening. I basically, you know, at that point, I was just terrified, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, what ended up happening is that I think either my dad heard me crying or I went to my dad. But, you know, I, I told my dad about it at that point, And we had to drive to Walmart <laughs> at like 9 o'clock at night so he could buy me a lamp for my room so I could just like go to sleep that night. Mm-hmm. And I want to say that happened or that lasted for like a couple weeks. I had to sleep with that lamp on. And also like in that classroom, someone, I guess I'd done like a project about it. And they obviously put the picture on like a poster board and it was like at the front of the class. So for for a while, honestly, like a couple of weeks, the picture was just kind of like at the front of the class. And I had no choice but to look at it every time. I went in the class and I honestly kind of dreaded going to class for a while because of that. And, you know, sometimes I wonder, like, should, obviously we should have been told about it, but should we have seen that picture at the age that we had seen it? You know, because I was not, I was, I was 11 and I would assume my other classmates would have been about 12 because I was younger. What grade? Mm -hmm. Sixth. So, yeah, sometimes I wonder if it was worth it that we had seen that at that age. Like, should they have waited? Should they have not shown it to us at all? Like, because it was kind of a watershed moment in, you know, civil rights history and black history in general. Mm-hmm. And um, so it is important to learn about. But should we have seen the picture? And like, was that essential to it? And I guess yes, but probably not at that age. So. All that connects to last week because um, at my job, we do a series of interviews with people and we post them online. And one of the interviews that we had done like way before I had started working there was with a history professor at one of the universities around here, which I'm not saying too much because I don't want to give too much away. And the, the overall topic of the interview is... I guess just like the civil rights movement in history or in Mississippi, just like in general. Um, And obviously he brings up Emmett Till because that's like, that was like a big deal that that had happened uh, specifically in Mississippi. And so that, that was fine. You know, I've heard people talk about it and I'm mostly unaffected. So, you know, uh, what, what I was doing at that time was I was inserting images into the, um, into the video, just like as a supplement, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, and at my job, they had like an older project file. So I was like, you know, breaking my neck, trying to look for pictures when all along they had like a whole folder full of pictures. So I was like, great, let me go through this folder of pictures to see what I can use, um, to put in here. So I won't have to like keep looking for pictures. And, um, I go through the folder. I'm like, ah, yes, some great stuff in here. Finally, I can find some pictures that I've been looking for and they already found them for me. Um, but at the very bottom of the the list is that picture, which I'm assuming you've seen. I haven't looked too much. I saw kind of like a somewhat blurry one. I, I guess I 
uh, tapped out for now. I want to go back to it maybe later, but you're still, I'm still listening. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> I saw that picture and aside from, I don't know if you remember, have you seen Judas and the Black Messiah? Yeah. There's a part near the end where they're like looking at a newspaper and the picture is there, but I look away in time. So I don't like see it, which yeah, it didn't, it didn't super affect me at that time. I felt, I felt my stomach like drop at that point in the movie because like I had sort of seen it but I I didn't see it so I was still kind of okay but this time around last week I I saw the picture again and I like completely freak out like I I, ha- I had a bit of an episode mm-hmm. we'll say um and honestly a lot was just going on at that time I think let's see last Tuesday They'd still not had resolved anything with the water, and that was starting to, like, get to me a little bit. And then just stuff happening at work, that was upsetting me because I'd had one of my scripts, like, rewritten and all of my personality taken out of it. And that kind of bugged me a little bit. I'm over it. Don't care anymore. But, like, I was already a little a little perturbed. Not perturbed. I was already, like, not in the super best mood at the time when I saw it. But honestly, I was just so surprised that I had reacted the way that I did. Because what happened is that I saw it. I was like, oh, man, there it is again. And I scroll back up really fast. And then I just can, like, feel something building up in me. So real quickly, I, like, step away from my desk. I go to the bathroom. And I just start crying. Mm -hmm. And I think I stay there for, like, honestly, it felt like a good 30 minutes. I'm surprised nobody came and looked for me. Because, like, it, it was a little abrupt. I, I think I tried hard enough not to, like, draw attention to myself. And I'm not, like, a loud crier either. So that's probably why nobody, like, suspected anything. They probably just thought I had the runs. Um, but I, I stayed in there crying for just, like, 30 minutes. Like, honestly sobbing pretty hard. Not, like, pretty tears falling. I was, like, anguished, mm-hmm. you know? And... All I could feel at that time was just how I felt when I was like 11, which was like just scared. Mm-hmm. Just I feel like scared is the word that I would use to describe it and not fear because I feel like, you know, if a child, if they're experiencing fear, the word that they would use is scared. And I just like I was I was just scared mm-hmm. at that moment. I felt how I felt that night when I was trying to go to bed, but I couldn't because I was too scared to because I thought someone was going to steal me out of my bed, beat me to death, and sink me in the river, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that happened. After a while, I was able to calm myself down enough because I, I thought, you know, okay, maybe I can go back out and, like, pretend nothing going to happen, but I looked like I was crying. Mm-hmm. So I had to go to my boss, explain everything that happened. They were very understanding about it. Um, they said they would remove the, the image from the folder. I haven't checked to see if they have, cause if they haven't, then, um, I'm just going to re-traumatize myself all over again. But, um, what I had to do was just kind of like go out to my car for 30 to 40 minutes and talk to my parents until I felt better. And, um, I told my dad about it. He was the first person that I called because, you know, he was the one that I went to when I went through all of that the first time. And, um... I don't give my dad enough credit because he he does a lot to like understand my feelings. My mom, not super understanding of my feelings or at the very least, not 
super good at getting across how understanding she is about my feelings. Man, it wouldn't be the uh, it wouldn't be the not just air <laughs> podcast if you didn't put old uh, mama Ooh. on blast. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I guess cut that out. Oh, yeah. mama <laughs> on blast. Yeah. Um, I mean, this isn't live. <laughs> I know, um, I know, but yeah. Um, <clears throat> but he told me something that I had like never known about him. I guess it just like never came up in conversation because like, why would it? But um, he told me that when he was a kid, there's this church like across the street from his grandpa, my great grandpa's house um, that he would play in from time to time. And what he said happened is that he like fell asleep. He, what do we do is like play like under the pews, you know? Like if you've ever been in a church, they have pews. There's no, I've never been. <laughs> Tell me about a church. I've never been. <laughs> you know what I mean. He would, he would crawl under the pews. I want to say my dad told me he was kind of been over, older than like seven at the time. He was quite young. I don't think he told me how old he was, but from what he told me, I extrapolated that he was pretty young. And um, I guess one of these times he ended up falling asleep under the pews and he ended up having like this super vivid dream of. So I guess where he was situated, he could see the doors of the church and the doors were closed, but the doors have like a gap under them. So you can see when people walk by. And in this dream, he told me that he saw like feet and hooves and then all of a sudden the clan bursts through the door and like starts terrorizing the people in the church and he told me that that was like a recurring nightmare that he had for a long time hmm. so all of that to say that there's this like really weird i don't know how to explain it other than generational ptsd that i guess i have as a black person like None of this happened to me. I didn't have anyone close to me or me myself, like, have that happen. What happened to Emmett Till, you know? Mm. So, but I learned about it. And it's the fact that it happened to someone like me to the point where I thought it could happen to me that was kind of strange. And then, you know, what happened with my dad, he grew up in the 70s in uh i'll say mobile alabama i don't care he grew up in the 70s in mobile alabama and if you don't know the clan was pretty active around that time so as far as i know my dad he's not um very forthcoming with information sometimes um but as far as i know like that never actually happened to him but i will say this the very last lynching that happened either in the United States or specifically in Alabama, happened in my dad's hometown, which was in Mobile. Mm. It was the 80s, and my dad was on the track team at the time, which if you look at him now, wow, don't believe it. But <laughs> see, I rag on my dad too. Mm. But um, what happened is that um, I believe uh, track practice got canceled for that morning. Because, you know, when you're in track in the morning, you wake up really early and you, like, run. Because they had found someone, like, hanging in the neighborhood. Mm. And I can't, this is, like, a secondhand story, so I don't know all the details. And I can't remember if it was someone that my dad knew. I thought you said, I thought you said he, based on some of our previous conversations, I thought it was, was someone that he did know. It might have been. told me about this. 
Yeah, I did tell you about this. But um, it might have been someone in the neighborhood. I don't know if he was like friends with him is what I'm saying. Okay. Um, But they had to cancel track practice because of that. And um, I don't I don't think my dad saw it, but it was just like he was just there for people to find him, you know, and this happened in the 80s or might have been like 1980. Um, <laughs> OK, so like I'm saying the early not the 80s, 80s the 80. <laughs> <laughs> well, earlier on in the 80s, he's either 81 or 80 or 81. And so um, funny, funnily enough, that incident was what um, led to the clan in the United States kind of losing all their power because that boy's mom like sued them all into the dirt, got all their money. They mm. couldn't really operate in any meaningful way anymore. So they, the clan. Yeah. Mm. Cause it is, it, well, it was a business. Um, an organization mm-hmm. it was it was more of just like, you know, I'm, I'm in the clan, got my hood. It, it, it had like a more, more, <laughs> more structure to it. Those hoods cost money, man. Yeah. I guess they make them out of silk, you know? Oh, Maybe. I didn't know that. Well, the Grand Wizard, like the nice ones, the purple one. Yeah, I don't yeah. think everyone everyone can afford silk. Not Maybe everyone's not. rocking silk. No, it's just like the Grand Dragon and the Grand Wizard and all the, the Grand higher Grand Dragon ranks. is one of the names? Yes. I didn't know that. I think they're under the Grand Wizard, mm. which is so goofy. Oh, my God. I can't – looking at the clan now, like when I when I was younger – like the hoods and the robes and everything that would elicit fear from me. But looking at them now, they just look incredibly goofy to me. However, I do have to acknowledge that they were like an actual tangible threat at one point in time, not that long ago in people's living memory, you know? So I don't, I don't think I can just like discount them as just being goofy because at one point in time they were like a serious threat, but now they're super goofy. I'm not going to lie. I have to say it. They're they're real corny. Uh, I'll say him telling me that. That was very surprising that he told me that about his um, recurring nightmare. But it did make me feel a little bit better. And then um, eventually I ended up calling my mom and she was um, somewhat abrasive. <laughs> she wasn't abrasive. It's just the way that she talks, honestly. You know, my dad, he, he has more of a soothing manner of speech. My mom is very matter of fact to the point. Uh, yeah, that's 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 what I mean. Um but, you know, ended up talking to her for a while, felt better, eventually went back to work like nothing happened. And then the next day came and I was like, you know, wow, that really just happened. Like what? It was weird, you know, because like the next day, like even at the end of the day, it felt like I was like me freaking out. That didn't happen to me. That happened to somebody else. And I like heard about it. Like I didn't. I don't know. Like, I honestly still felt like it in the face because, you know, when you cry a lot, it, like, makes your face, like, all puffy and stuff. You felt it until the next day? No, the end of the day. Okay. And um, even now, like, talking about it, this only happened last week. Like, describing what happened to Emmett Till, that made me, you know, a little upset. But um, now just talking about it, again, it feels like I'm really far removed from the situation. Like, it happened, like, last year. So... It was honestly really strange that that happened because, you know, again, I mean, whenever Judas and the Black Messiah came out, it was a couple of years ago. Saw that in theaters. Didn't freak out. You saw it in theaters? Yeah. Mm. With my mom. You didn't want to just watch it on HBO Max? It, no. it came to theaters and HBO Max. Oh. I don't think I had HBO Max at the time. Mm. Um, 
But I mean, prior to that, I don't think I had seen that picture since like the sixth grade. Mm -hmm. So I'd managed to avoid it this whole time. And then when I see it again, it causes like this really strong reaction kind of out of nowhere, you know? So I don't know. It's just a strange thing that happened to me last week. Yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't know. The name sounded familiar, I guess, but I think maybe that was just like like fake deja vu or something, um, or like a fake memory. I I don't. I I don't know. I, I guess history wasn't my strongest suit, so it's like I would. I feel like I would have remembered a picture. I don't know. Maybe it was a name that was mentioned, and it's just like it's just a name. You know what I mean? That doesn't yeah. mean anything to me. Um, yeah. Uh. So I don't. I I guess I don't know whether or not I learned about it in, in high school, I guess based on my memory. No, but maybe, um, Mm -hmm. there's, I feel like I don't remember like 90% of the history I learned in high school. Did you mention how old he was? He's 14. Okay. Cause I think that when I was like looking it up, which like not specifically the picture, but just like the, the Wikipedia article specifically, I think that detail, I I didn't know if you mentioned it before I looked it up or not, but I guess that detail, I guess, shocked me, similar to Fred Hampton being being 21. Yeah. Um, where it's just like both of those are, are incredibly young. Um, and I Which think I have like, no idea if the picture's on Wikipedia, but then again, I'm I'm not looking it up, so. Uh-huh. But I think I think I'm just more sensitive for like anything involving um kids you know what i mean like i guess like when there was the when there was those two shootings back to back a couple a couple months ago with i guess there was the one in buffalo and then Mm -hmm. there's the one in uvalde uvalde i cared more about the uvalde one because it was kids Mm -hmm. um you know like 10 anywhere between like 8 to 11 years old or whatever Uh, but that that just it affects me more yeah um so i guess learning that this you know uh, Emmett Till was was fourteen. I think affected me more. I don't. I, I mean, I don't know if I what what else I have to say or, or mm-hmm. what. Um, I don't know if there's anything you want me to say because I I thought the the story was leading to like some beef or some drama with like a with like a coworker. You know what I mean? Because it's yeah. like it's like something happened at work. It's like oh, you got you threw hands. <laughs> um, no. Not that it was something that just like happened to you and only you. I think I think like I guess you told the the stories well. Mm-hmm. Maybe your story more than more than his story, but well, you I told can't it well. Quite remember it. I know. Well, I'm I'm just I don't know. Honestly, I think the thing that sticks out to me was just the severity of the reaction and how like suddenly it came on. You know, because I wasn't just crying. I was like shaking back and forth, you know, and like rocking back and forth and like shaking and just kind of like clutching myself. Just like I, I, I can't explain it. I, I don't even know how to explain it. You know, it's just scared. Again, this is the only way that I can describe how I felt at the time. Just scared. And I did have some trouble going to sleep that night as well because, yeah, but. I don't know. It's just, I guess, odd. Maybe not odd. I don't know. 
I, I just, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. Like, I don't even know the last time I ever cried like that, you know? Even so, uh, I guess something something left unanswered is why why is it in the news now? You said well, not now. It was a couple of months ago. So they found some. They found an arrest warrant for I think Carolyn Bryant or whatever the name of the woman that it happened to. Uh, you have it right. It's Carolyn okay. Bryant. Um, they had they found an arrest warrant for her in some sheriff's office somewhere, and they I think tried to execute it, but whatever jury was present at the time i guess voted not to like bring charges against her so and that was a couple months ago and that was um pretty disappointing because she she was complicit in doing all this even though she didn't lay a finger on him she still didn't stop them you know Uh, i not knowing anything about this woman uh i don't know not knowing anything about the situation or the woman, I guess she's not responsible for other people's actions. Like, I don't know it. I think, cause I think what I read was that it was two. I, I think it was just two guys. I think one of them, I'm pretty sure was her husband yes. or her brother or something. Yeah. But if trying to assume like the best of her and just the worst of her husband, like, like, I like, I don't know what she could do other than, you know, talk her husband out of it. And if he's set on it, then like kill her husband. You know what I mean? Like, I I guess not knowing, just really not knowing like the full situation from, from her, um, you know, I'm, I'm assuming that she didn't tell her husband to do it. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I don't know. I, I guess, I really don't know. So I guess I don't I don't want to assume anything. You know what I mean? I guess I like to assume better than than worse. Um Well, that's uh it's very uh very good-hearted of you, but from what I do know, she could have done a lot more. And she's still walking this earth and Emmett Till is dead. So And she has to live with that. Like you don't know how that affects her. You know what I mean? If it affects I mean, I guess, her. I'm but... assuming it affects her. But like I don't know. I I don't think and I mean, I guess I also don't know what an arre- what the arrest warrant for her was for. It's like maybe she's, you know, maybe she is a terrible person and she. It know. was directly related to that because it was from like the 60s. Oh, so it's not current. No. Um, interesting. I don't know. I don't think. They had just never executed it at the time. Yeah. I, I just don't think. I don't think she's. Um responsible for other people's actions assuming that she didn't tell her husband to do it and assuming that her husband acted on his own like i don't i don't if think they had enough to write up in a restaurant at that time mm-hmm. she must have done something you know they're not just gonna arrest her because she had knowledge of it you know it, mm-hmm. it has to be more than that so like i get where you're coming from but also you are kind of wrong don't I don't don't do that, Aaron? Because I think like I'm I'm hearing you and I'm and I'm listening to you and I and I like I care about the story now that I've learned about it. Like, and and I think it's it's you know uh, to say it's a to say it, it was 
a horrible egregious act would would be an, is still an understatement um but like you know at the end of the day neither i feel like neither of us can assume you know what i mean i feel like we have to work with the facts and it's like i guess you can assume the worst and I can assume the best that doesn't make either of us right. So I don't think you have any right to say that I'm wrong. Um, All right. Just saying like, I feel like I'm like, what is it? I feel like I am, I don't know in this, like in the telling of this story and, and you telling me, the story and your experience and how the story affected you. Like there's not necessarily a side here, but it's like, I'm with you. I, I like, I'm not to the same extent, but it's like, I'm, I guess, experiencing it too in my own way. You know what I mean? Like, um, all that to say is like, I'm is, I guess there's not sides, but I feel like I'm on your side. So like, don't, I feel like, I feel like turn me against you. And, and be like, no, you're wrong. You know what I mean? Like, she's a terrible person because I think so. You know what I mean? It's not just me. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, and, and like, I'm not saying, I'm not saying you're wrong for thinking that. Like, I think I'm just saying, like, you don't know for sure. And neither do I. You know? Okay. But I don't know. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll read more up on it and, and decide, but. I don't know if like assuming going with you and assuming the worst, then like, yeah, I feel like she deserves some sort of come up, comeuppance or some sort of punishment, you know, whether that be jail time or something. I mean, she's, she's, I believe she's 86. It says she, well, it happened in, in 55 and she was 21 at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so she, yeah, she's, I don't know. She's old. Um, but I don't know. Assuming the worst, then, then yeah, I feel like more, more justice can be done. But if, if the, if, if she's innocent, um, assuming the best, then I think living with like the weight of that and, and having, I guess I'm not, she's not responsible for, not stopping it, but she, if, if she tried to stop it and couldn't and, or didn't, if she tried to stop it and couldn't, then it's like, she, I feel like living with like the weight of that is, is, is enough or is, is punishment enough. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't I guess I don't know anything about this woman other than it's like, I guess she's at the, the center of something like very horrible, but as far as we know, she didn't um, commit the act herself. Yeah. Okay. But I don't know. I'm. I guess. I don't know what else to say. Well, I did say this would bring the mood down significantly. It's not a bad thing. I'm not. I'm not opposed to that. I know. What is it? I thought when when you said. So is there anything more to like the current news? Because I guess when when. Not that I know of. When you said the current news is at the bottom of the the first couple of paragraphs of the Wikipedia article, there is recent news, which is there's the, uh, I guess recently, the Emmett, the Emmett Till Anti-Lynching Act, uh, an American law which makes lynching a federal hate crime, was signed into law on March 29th of 2022 by President Joe Biden. 
not that recent, but at least this year. So that's, I guess, you know, still uh, affects it to this day. Yeah, I feel like I want to read. I'm, I'm curious to read more um, to get more details. In fact, I want to say the anniversary of his death was like last week. Last like. August 28th. Yeah. Okay, so it was like last week from when that happened, I think. Hmm. No? Because this was before my birthday. Let me see. It was recently. That's what I'm trying to say. August 28th is a week and four days ago. Yeah, so it was on Sunday, and it happened on a Tuesday. So a few days prior was the the anniversary. So, yeah. Is it just the... Is it just the picture of him that affects you? Is there, or is it any picture of him? Well, I mean, there's pictures of him alive, and those are fine because, I mean, it's just pictures of a smiling kid, you know, that mm-hmm. doesn't really do a whole lot. And like I said, hearing about the person being interviewed talk about it, that was fine. I think it is just specifically the picture. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and in fact, I think the picture that I saw wasn't even – the one, because there's like a few different angles of it, because there are a lot of like photographers and press there that day. And there's a really famous picture of Emmett Till's mother just like screaming in anguish next to the the casket. Mm-hmm. So I think, I don't know if she was quoted as saying that on that day. No. Okay, she didn't do that. That's <laughs> That's from The Godfather. <laughs> I was going to say she said something to the effect of, look what they did to my baby. But mm-hmm. that's literally in The Godfather, so I mm-hmm. might be mixing it up. Did um, is there? I guess from your history class, is there anyone before him? Because yeah, it seems like he is the, I guess, the the first George Floyd, or or more specifically, George Floyd is the most recent Emmett Till. Well, I mean, and I mean George Floyd isn't even the most recent one. I think there's been something someone since him. Well, I, I think, think Ahmaud Arbery died after he did. It's not. I guess it's not like. I guess it depends how you quantify it. Maybe mm-hmm. like, cause obviously a lot of black people were, were lynched before Emmett Till, but it's like mm-hmm. the for Emmett Till, I feel like you have to quantify it based on how much like coverage it got. It, it like it, I guess set the world on fire for better or worse. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, if we're going by that, I honestly don't know. So let's see. He said this happened in 55. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, let's see. What movie was that? Black Klansman. There mm-hmm. is a section where a guy is talking about something that happened where there was a, another lynching of a young black male and they made it into postcards. And that was actually something that they did a lot. There's like a not insignificant amount of like novelty postcards that are just photos of like black people hanging from trees. So mm-hmm. that would happen a lot. But mm-hmm. I don't think that got like super huge news coverage. Mm-hmm. But that's also like very shocking. Yeah, I'm not sure that I know. Um, but you know, like you said, this was happening a lot prior to that, and it just nothing happened. Nobody got prosecuted. Oh, uh, uh, for Emmett Till. Yes, for Emmett Till, but also for other black people who were lynched in a similar manner. Uh-huh. Manner, and well, also I should say that lynching it doesn't just refer to like hanging a person. It's any like racially motivated extrajudicial killing. Well, what is it? They, what, 
pro- prosecuted just means like they went to court, right? No, went to jail. Oh, okay. Yeah, they were. Well, they were. Fa- I guess um, Wikipedia says that. Uh, I guess an all-white jury found them not guilty. Um, yeah, and that another thing that um, I learned about around that time that also affected me, but not a whole lot because I, there were really no pictures of it. But the Birmingham, what is it? The 16th Street Baptist Church bombing, where the four little girls died, that screwed me up a little bit. Not to this extent, but, um, you know, every time I think about it, I do get sad. Mm. And um, what is it? Those people didn't, like, go to court until, like, the 2000s, I want to say. And that happened in 1963. And um, honestly, I think it affects me so much because there's this book. It's like a middle grade book. Um, called The Watsons Go to Birmingham 1963. And I think there's a movie too. There is. I haven't seen it because, you know. But basically it's about this family going from, I want to say like Grand Rapids, Michigan, and driving down to like Birmingham to like visit their grandma. And it's like a nice, fun, like travel book. You know, it, it has its funny parts. It's honestly a really good book up until the part where the bombing happens. And it's like, Oh wow, okay. This is this is like a children's book and like yeah, this did really happen, but you know, it it hits you when you read that. And um I believe I had to read it I think I had to read it for like a class. And it is a really good book. It's written by the same person who wrote Bud Not Buddy, which was one of my favorite books uh when I was around that age. So, yeah. I want to say his name is something something Christopher. That doesn't help at all. I could just look it up. <laughs> I don't know why I don't. Yeah, I think the movie came out fairly recently. Christopher Paul Curtis. Is he still around? Is he still is he still kicking? Oh, that came out in 1999. Goodness, okay. He's still alive. Yeah, I only I think I've only read those two books of his. Cause one of them I just kind of read on my own. And then we had to read it for a class, and I felt very sanctimonious about the fact that I had already read it and already knew everything, of course. Um, and then the Watsons Go to, Bur- Go to Birmingham was also for a class. But I also, somebody, like, gifted me the book, so I have the book. It is in pristine condition, because I never opened it, because, I mean, by that time, I'd already read it. But, I mean, going back to Emmett Till, like, they have a, I want to say it's like a historical marker by the it's either historical marker or like a like a memorial by um I think it's the body of water that he was uh unceremoniously laid to rest in which again I don't know where it is um but they've had to replace it a number of times because people would just go out and shoot it it's like I don't want to say it's like become the holocaust I'll say that only because there's a not insignificant amount of people denying that it like ever happened emmett till yeah his murder specifically isn't i mean isn't that the case with a lot of like a lot of historical events now yeah that is kind of weird how that happens but yes i guess so and um people were shooting it i think some people stole it uh one of the iterations but i think at some point they had to make a version of it that was bulletproof and put cameras around it so that in case anyone tried to like shoot at it or steal it again they would um they would they would they would get them but i remember i think around the time 
that they unveiled like the bulletproof version, which had to be in the last couple of years. It was recent. And um, in the cameras, someone had released a screenshot of uh, their surveillance video. It was like a bunch of white guys and a camera, like Confederate flags and stuff, um, making propaganda about it, which I didn't even know that was like a thing that people did specifically with Emmett Till, but I guess it is. There's Emmett Till deniers, which is strange. Because, I mean, there's evidence for all the things that happened and people say they didn't happen, but, you know, it, it just feels weird. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I guess I need to read... Read what? More of it, but I guess I'm reading, like... I guess I've been reading slash skimming <clears throat> the various accounts and the various like takes of the um i guess the encounter that i guess um between uh emmett till and carolyn bryant Mm -hmm. um and the encounter doesn't matter as much um that i think as first i guess I'll, i'll say something that i guess is in support or um it's against um bryant carolyn bryant um Mm -hmm. in that it seems during i think their court case she testified against emmett and exaggerated the encounter where later years later um she admitted that like her testimony was false and that she exaggerated it Mm -hmm. um But then I guess, so that's something against her. Then I'll say something I think for her is that uh, the bottom of the portion of the Wikipedia article says that historian Timothy Tyson uh, said that in an historian Timothy Tyson said an investigation led by civil rights activists concluded that Carolyn Bryant did not initially tell her husband Roy Bryant about the encounter with Till and that Roy was told by a person who hung around at their store. Um, Roy was apparently, was reportedly angry at his wife for not telling him, Uh, and then Carolyn Bryant told the FBI she didn't tell her husband because she feared he he would beat Till up. So my analysis of this is that I'm not saying she's innocent. Um, She had her part, but I guess, like, don't, I don't know if her husband's still alive, but I guess no. don't don't shift the brunt of the blame from him because I don't know. I guess it's the fifties. Probably every every white married man is is abusive. <laughs> um, but uh, well, I wasn't trying to shift the blame. I'm just saying that she had some part in it that she has to answer for. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what I think a lot of people think. Mm-hmm. I think. Okay. Yeah, I I think Roy I guess, you know, even even before committing that act, Roy Bryant, I feel like probably wasn't a good dude uh if his um, you know, if his wife was scared of him and, you know, didn't want to tell him something that happened, uh especially if it would be something that controversial in that day. And I think yeah, I guess just going off of the information here that she, you know, maybe she, maybe, you know, whatever their interaction was, maybe she didn't 
like Till. Maybe maybe she was upset, but it's like she she didn't tell her husband. Uh, I guess because she didn't want him to beat him up. Um, and I think that says something. And I think I think that says something for her character. And I think going back to the point against her um, about her exaggerating the testimony and what like exact making the the interaction with Emmett Till seem more um crude and profane and um harassing than it was I think that's I think that's very wrong I guess is what I'll say but I also think that in that instance uh, instance I guess my my this isn't really, I don't know. I guess it's a but, a, a but is a but. But I guess what I'm saying is that, like, I think it's wrong. But I'm also saying that I guess she probably did that, I guess, to protect her husband, which is still wrong. But I I understand that mindset. You know what I mean? Um, of protecting her husband? Protecting someone you care about. Protecting someone you love. You know what I mean? Uh, even if they're flawed. You know what I mean? Even if. Even, I, I, I'm, oh, I'm, Joseph. <laughs> Don't, don't, Listen, don't, no, you do not, you do not. I, I don't even have anything to say. I'm just trying to process what you're trying to tell me right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. That. You, f- you can feel your way You can, and I can feel my way. Um, Just, I guess, do not talk down to me and do I'm not, not patronize me. I'm not going to talk down me. to you. I'm not, I'm not <clears> going to, but. Protecting the person you love is one thing, but I don't know. I'm saying. I think most people draw the line at murder, you know? Mm-hmm. But I guess if you live in the South and it's the year 1955 and you already don't see black people as people, then I guess it's not that hard of a decision to make. Mm-hmm. So. I'm not saying it was right. I'm just saying. I guess. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I want to do, I guess I want to do more reading. I want to read this. This whole Wikipedia article, um, and I guess learn as much as I can about it, because yeah, I guess I never knew about it before, and I think I don't know. I think the age, specifically the age, is just what shocks me the most. I think it's what shocked me the most about Fred Hampton specifically, which I guess he's not a kid, but like twenty one is still is still incredibly young. Yeah. Um, and I think. It, it shocks me more, I think, because when you first started this story, I don't know if you mentioned the age or not, but I, if you did, I didn't hear it. Um, and I think I was assuming this was like a man, you know what I mean? And, and again, that doesn't make it that de- that definitely doesn't make it right, but it's um, it's not as shocking, you know what I mean? To me, at least, um, uh, because I guess before Emmett Till, there's you know probably countless. Um, lynchings and 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 murders and and terrible things but i like you know the fact that it happened to a kid you know what i mean just barely just barely hitting puberty is um you know on on you know uh, all the all the worst words are are still you know putting it lightly and still an understatement well i think we can end it there (laughs) (laughs) yeah so this has been the, what did I say? 26? Mm-hmm. I think so. Episode of the Not Just Aaron podcast. You can listen to us on all major podcast platforms. That is Spotify, Apple, Google, Anchor, and YouTube. Um, 
You can also follow us on social media at uh, not just Aaron Pod. I feel like I said NJA Pod last time. This is embarrassing. Oh. I know. So that's not that's not our that's not our at our at is not just Aaron Pod. Okay. To discuss of oh that's uh, Twitter and Instagram. The Instagram that I don't use, but whatever. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna move we're gonna move past it. Um, to discuss all things, not just Aaron, use the hashtag NJA pod. And I may or may not see it. It depends. Depends on how I'm feeling that day, you know? I don't get notifications for Instagram. I have the app on my phone, but I turn notifications off for it because I also have to use it for work and it would be super annoying. So yeah, that's my explanation. What about what about the sponsor? Oh, um, who are we sponsored by? No one. This episode's not sponsored. <laughs> All right. Um, we uh, no, no, don't, don't thank anyone. This episode's not sponsored. <laughs> we, we, we uh, yeah. Okay, we'll move on. <laughs> what else do I say? Follow us. Platforms. Hashtag sponsor. Well, I guess that's it. I guess. Um, well, we we will we will see you in the next one. <laughs>